Welcome back to Faith FM. That was the 8 o'clock news. And we are going straight into our new quiz question. So our fourth clue for the morning, this is our What Am I quiz. Our fourth clue, which is worth 200 points. I'll do the backwards math. Uh, goes like this. Jehu used one of these to pierce the heart of Joram. Jehu used one of these to pierce the heart of Joram. 0491064669 is the number to text or call if you think you know the answer. Uh, and get into that prize draw that we are having on Friday where you can get the music DVD and the jigsaw puzzle. So get in it to win it. Jehu used one of these to pierce the heart of Joram. What was it? Blake, are you back with us? I hope so. I believe so. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? Totally. And uh, I think we tried to do the intro to the show at the exact same time, but you you won because you have the quiz power. <laughs> yeah, so no, the quiz power wins. I have the power of the producer. Shell was like, you have to do the intro. And I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Uh, did you, were, were you able to hear the, the interview with Mikhail? Yeah, it was amazing. It was great. I'm really yeah, excited. No, he, he's such a great guy. Like they took me to these Finnish markets all, all today. And we went through like the town. We went to like look at. I bought some gloves, some sheepskin gloves, uh, like a little. What are you gonna like, do with this? Blanket. What are you gonna do with the reindeer skin, dude? Like, it's, like, what is the purpose of? Actually, I've got a plan for it. Are you ready for this? Go for it. What my plan is is to put it right next to my bed, so that when I wake up in the morning, the first thing my feet touch are glorious reindeer fur. And so, like, I just touched the ground with reindeer fur, and I was like, my day is now better. I'm going to sneak into your house and sew a giant red pom-pom to one end of your rain skiff. <laughs> For Rudolph? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you're thinking that I won't be able to get it back into Australia? I think you might want to Google that. I mean, give it a bill. Okay. Yikes. Don't know the answer to that. If you know the answer to that, you uh, please text us on 0491064669. Can I get a reindeer skin back into Australia? That's what I'm kind of worried about as well, too. Because I also have a raccoon uh, fur hat as well, too. Mm-hmm. And I've, I've wanted to get one of these for my entire life. When I saw it, I, it wasn't even a question. I was like, yeah, I'm buying that. That's going to happen 100%. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. The question I that I have about. is like, what are you going to buy for me, though? Ooh, whoa, man. <laughs> right on the air, throwing me under the bus. Yep. You're uh, putting me through this Finland radio shenanigan. I feel like you owe me something. <laughs> okay. What if, you, what if I get you what you love? Olives. <laughs> Wait, Finns have olives? We're going to find out together. I'm going to be on the hunt for Finnish olives. <laughs> I'm down. I, I'll tell you this. If I find Finnish olives, I will bring them back, guaranteed. Bless. Thank okay. you. Thank you. Or just some Finnish chocolate. Like a <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. Well, I went to that place too. It's Fazer, I think it's called, or Fazer. Uh, the it's like the Finnish chocolate company, Ooh. and it's really it's crazy good. They have like a whole house made out of chocolate. Uh, it was humongous, and it was really cool looking. And we went there this morning as well too. So just so kind of cool. experiencing the. The Finnish Helsinki experience was really cool before we head up to Koivuko 
uh, for the mission trip. And I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, right now as we're talking, there's about 35 young people flying over from Sydney, uh, Australia. And I think maybe some from Brisbane as well, too. They're flying over right now. Um, I don't know where they are. They could be in Singapore. They could be in London. They could be, there. I think one person was going through Qatar, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Uh, so there's a lot of different people coming different ways, all coming to Helsinki. And then tomorrow at 3 p.m., uh, we are, so 3 p.m. finish time. So if you are listening to this and you want to pray for safe travels for us, we'd much appreciate that. We're all meeting at the airport, hopping on a bus, and then taking that bus up to Koivako, which is the lifestyle center in Mikkeli. I believe it's called Mikkeli. I probably am saying that wrong. Uh, and we are, we're going up there and we're going to spend some time uh, renovating the whole place and spending time with the the mission group and the the people there who have basically committed their lives for this a lifestyle uh, retreat center to be a beautiful place. So I got some text messages, though, before we move on to our next segment, which is our Bible study. Are you ready for text messages? 100%. Okay, here are the first ones. Uh, number one here, we have, Hey, shell better mute. (laughs) uh, Another text message with a winky face, uh, emoji. We can hear you guys. Another one says mute, mute, mute. So (laughs) apparently, (laughs) apparently we're supposed to be muting. Another one here is we can't hear the news. Uh, then another one came in. We can only hear you guys. All right. And then another one here from Janelle. Can we can hear you guys talking? So thank you for these text messages. <laughs> I, I love how helpful our you. listeners are. <laughs> yes, we can hear you. Another text message. Another text message. Can't hear any music whatsoever. Uh, we got another one here. Finally, a little bit different. So there's quite a few text messages. Thank you so much for letting us know. Uh, it is actually helpful because it helped us to realize, oh, it's not working here properly. Mm-hmm. But we get another text message here that says, healthy lifestyle, you have just described a faithful Adventist with a little smiley face Amen. and some prayer hands there. Ain't that the truth? I also believe, Bruce and Liz, you got the answer correct. So that's really exciting. Here's another text message. Novak Djokovic, very impressive and very smart. Hopefully mm-hmm. he will get an apology on the COVID issue. Yeah. Freedom of conscience is a gift from God, not the government. Amen. Hmm. I like how I that's like a, how I, that's that. really I I really actually kind of believe as well too. Like freedom of conscience is is such an important issue, mm-hmm. and it's not just a religious issue. However, it is married to freedom of religion. So freedom of conscience is really the backbone of freedom of religion. Because if you don't have the freedom to choose how and what you believe, then you can't have the freedom to worship how. You want to as well too. So freedom you can't conscience really is worship very at all because worship is a is a is an act of um, of choice. If you're forced to worship, it's not really worship, is it? No, and when we see that happening in countries all over the world, where essentially religion and culture combine, and then there isn't really a separation of church and state, mm. and that union, that connection, is such a dangerous path moving forward. It really is very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Got another text message here. The Bible is always right. It's God's word. 
It's amazing that people will listen to scientists and scholars, but not the God who created both. Sad emoji face with a little laughing emoji face as well, too. That's true. And to hear the good news that King David is now being proven as an extra biblical figure, meaning outside of the Bible, through archaeological discoveries, it's actually really reassuring. Like every time that happens, it's really cool to know like, hey, these stories that you're reading about Goliath and these stories that you're reading about the Bible and stories that you're reading from the ancient scriptures, they're not just made up moral fantasy stories. They're based on historical fact and evidence. And they're there, yes, for our moral improvement. They're there to help us live a better life, but they're also there to describe what actually truly historically happened to give us a record of the past And honestly, I love this quote, like we have nothing to fear except that we should forget what God has done for us in the past. And so these Bible stories are keeping a record for us to remind us of God's work for his people throughout all of time. We got another text message here. God has truly blessed uh, the Arise ministry. I have met so many people who did the course and they have become uh, in many ways, the generation of Bible, this generation of Bible workers, God bless them with a little heart emoji there. I, I totally agree. Arise has really changed a lot of people's lives. And I've, I've been really impressed for uh, just seeing people, their lives transformed. And not just the people who go to Arise, but the people of people who have then interacted mm. with people who have gone to Arise. Too. Like look at Mikhail and his wife, Amelia. They're here planting a church in Finland. Both of them went to Arise, and now they're here in Finland, miles away in a totally different country, different hemisphere, different time zone, and they're planting a church that is changing people's lives. It's truly incredible, honestly. You're listening to The Breakfast Show. Contact us on 0491-064-669. We got another text message here. It says from, this is from Sky. Thank you, Sky. For bringing items home, I'm thinking to contact or look up ACUS, A-Q-U-I-S. Do you know what that is, Mom? Uh, Strand Quarantine Inspection Services, something like that. It's going to be something quarantine. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good point. I don't know. All right. Well, I will have to look up. Could you clarify that for us, Sky? I don't know what that actually is, and I'm... I'm definitely genuinely wanting to bring my little foot pad back. So when I get out of bed, I can start every morning on the back of a reindeer. That's, uh, that's my goal. Uh, that's, that's the ultimate goal here. Wake up in the morning and put my feet on the back of a reindeer, like surfing on a sleigh. That would be super cool. Mon, we are going to get into our Encounter with God Bible study, the 20 million movement Bible study that's happening, and I need your help uh, to deal with debt. Okay. All right. Do you think you can help me with that? Yeah. We got to look up a couple of verses here. I want you to look up Romans chapter 13, verses 7 and 8. And I'm going to read from the beginning of this our verse in Proverbs 22, verse 7. So if you want to follow along wherever you are, our listeners, maybe you're in Finland could also be in Wagga Wagga, New South Wales, or Monto, I think it was, in Queensland. Uh, Wherever you're listening, wherever you're at, uh, take some time, open the Bible, spend some time with us in the Word of God. Maybe you're driving to work. Don't open the Bible if you're driving. That's a safety issue. We really want you to be 
careful, but if you have some time, open the Word of God with us. We're going to go to Proverbs 22, verse 7. So the verse here in Proverbs chapter 22, verse 7 says, The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. Right? The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. This week's lesson is all about dealing with debt. Now, debt is a painful experience that many of us have all experienced, whether with credit cards or mortgage or home loans or car student loans, loans, student loans, personal loans, lots of loan, 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 loans. And debt is a crippling experience for many people. And we want to see what the Bible has to say about debt. Now, one definition of debt is living today on what you expect to earn in the future. So kind of living beyond your means and going, hey, I need this bright, shiny new thing. I can't afford it today, but I'll just put it on credit and then I'll get it paid off later on. So I think they call that, I think, yeah, I think they call that in Australia afterpay. Many people have um, paid for things. There's multiple buy now, pay later schemes now. There's a whole slew of them. So let's see what the Bible has to say about afterpay and other forms of debt. Today, debt seems to be a way of life. Honestly, this is what the the Bible study says, and it should not be. But that should not be the norm for Christians. Hmm. The Bible actually discourages debt. Uh, we see that in Proverbs twenty two verse seven: "The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender." Can you read for us Romans chapter thirteen verse seven and eight, Mon? Give to everyone what you owe them. Pay your taxes and government fees to those who collect them. And give respect and honor to those who are in authority. Owe nothing to anyone except for your obligation to love one another. If you love your neighbor, you will fulfill the requirements of God's law. Hmm, very interesting. The Bible actually has 26 different references in the scriptures about debt. And all 26 are actually negative. So there's 26 references in the scriptures about debt regarding debt, you know, talking about debt, and every single one of them is actually negative, which makes sense because never have I ever met someone who was like, yay, I'm in debt. It's not something that you wake up and put your feet on the back of a reindeer and go, this is great. You know, it's like, no, it's the opposite feeling. It, it feels like a bunch of reindeers trampling your, trampling you down into the, the tundra uh, of life, that's what debt feels like to me. Not not the opposite of waking up and feeling uh, the the soft, smooth fur of a reindeer under your toes. Mm. So that is the opposite of fun, right? Uh, mm. It doesn't say Bible actually doesn't say though that that it's a sin to borrow money, but it does talk about the often bad consequences of doing so. So. When we think about those financial obligations, we should think about what we read in Romans chapter 13, verse 7 and 8. And another question here, why is debt an almost international scourge at every level, personal, corporate, and government? Really, because as society gets more and more into debt, uh, I think it changes the mindset of how we live our lives as Christians and as followers of Christ. Honestly, we live in an instant gratification society, mm-hmm. uh, a society where it goes, hey, I like this shiny thing. I want to go get it. I'm going to buy it, even if I can't afford it. Now, 
you might be thinking to yourself, oh, but I've got money in my bank account. I can afford it, right? Okay, but have you paid your rent? Have you paid your mortgage? Have you paid for your groceries? Have you budgeted for your savings? Have you paid your tithe? We talked about that. It's a very slippery slope when we see all the shiny things of instant gratification and we want them in our hands, in our possession, in our lives right away all the time. And it really gets easy to justify the purchase of basically anything. We live in a commodified, like a commodification world where everything is commoditized. Like it's like just, I want this, I want that, I want that, I want this. And it's just, um, we're being constantly marketed to our, you know, your life is incomplete if you don't have X, Y, Z, ABC, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Mon, what, what's been your experience? Like, what are your thoughts about when you hear the word debt? Kind of what are you feeling? Oh, pretty much everything you've just said now. But yeah, debt, debt, I particularly think of student debt and how people get into that. And then it's such a trap. I mean, particularly like if you look at um, what's happening in the States versus what happens here. But yeah, I um, when I started uni, I certainly didn't understand what I was getting myself into in terms of debt. But yeah, it's um, I love that God takes uh, has something to say about that, that he doesn't just, you know, he's not interested in the financial side of our lives because the financial side of our lives is such a huge part for us humans. And so I love that he has... Um, has verses and principles in, in, in place that to help us deal with all aspects of our money. I think, too, historically in society, we've had, there's always been some form of debt. Mm-hmm. But I think in terms of the chronological timeline that we have in Earth's history, more people are in more debt than ever before. Mm-hmm. So... Right now, we live in a world where there's so much access to everything through credit cards and banking systems and through just totally different forms of currency and financial transaction capacity. But people now... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, because you know now nowadays, um, like banking institutions are getting really clever about it, and they've now created like micro debts for you to get into. So a lot of like a lot of people still shy away from big debts, you know, big loans that you have to go to the bank and you have to apply and you have to submit your paperwork and you buy a house or a car or something. But now, like uh, we're talking before about afterpay, these buy now pay later's, you know, they don't really use the term loan. But that's essentially what it is. It's a micro debt. You're you're taking out a micro loan, and all of Without that, a doubt. yeah, and all of that actually like they're now um, trying to expose these companies because all this stuff actually does negatively affect your credit store score. And this has been all the, a wash in the news lately um, because you know millennials in particular who were using um, buy now pay later schemes throughout their youth, they're now at the age they want to go and get a home loan and buy a house, and they're suddenly discovering. Afterpay and Klarna and all these little microloans are pre- have that they did in their path are now preventing them from being able to get uh, home loans, which they had no idea that, that that was affecting their credit score. So, yeah, the, the microloans just I feel like everybody is in debt. When was the last time you heard of a person who didn't have some sort of a debt? Like it's just almost unheard of. It is. It on well, that's that's the issue, and and always remember this too. The reason why everyone is in debt is because it is by design because the banking institutions debt equals money. And I want to say that again, very clearly for everyone to hear debt equals money. It doesn't equal money for you. It equals money for the banking institutions and for 
the, the conglomerate of multinational companies, when you're in debt, they make money. Yeah. That's how it works. Mm-hmm. More debt that you're in, the more money they make. And it's a cycle that they want to get everyone in because it gives them more and more and more and more and more money. And the greedy are also greedy. And it just is a perpetual cycle that continues on and on because debt equals money. Do not forget that. Remember to live life simple, which is the song we're going to. You're listening to the Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Live with Blake and Mon. I'm in Finland. Producer Shell and Mon are in Newcastle, where she is about to read one of the clues, and I think it's our last clue, actually, for the quiz. Yes, our last song was sung beautifully by Marla. Uh, this is our last quiz clue, What Am I? It's got a blank, so I'm going to read a sentence. It's got a blank. You ready? The shield of faith extinguishes all the flaming blank shot by the enemy. The shield of faith extinguishes all the flaming what shot by the enemy. Zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to text or call, and you can go in the prize uh, draw to win the jigsaw puzzle, beautiful jigsaw puzzle, Jesus at the helm, and uh, the Mountain View Great Controversy music DVD, journey through history and uh, and in Europe. I have actually seen some of these mysterious flaming quiz items flying through the air. You make me so nervous every time you want to discuss the answer because I'm like, he's going to give it away. <laughs> and it's really cool. They look really cool when they're flying through the air, just yeah. so you know. Yeah, when they do look really, really cool. Yeah. Just not when they're coming straight at you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Never seen one of those. Thank, thank uh, the Lord that that has never happened in my life. Mm. But we are talking about other problems right now. And one of those are our debt problems, right? So we're talking about debt. We're talking about money. We're talking about finances over the next little bit and what the Bible has to say about finances. And I'm just so, I'm so thankful that we get to do this uh, series of lessons because it is such a, how do I say this? It's such an important topic that is so neglected. Mm. You know, financial literacy should not be coming from a secular source. We need to get our financial literacy from our biblical literacy. The Bible gives us so much information on what to do with our money, how to live, how to save, how to give, and how to deal with debt. And I just really want to encourage our listeners, look, there's some great books out there on finances, and I've read a bunch of them as well, too. Like, I could give you a whole list of those books, but none of them are as good as the 66 books in the Bible. Amen. God gave us the word for guidance. He wants us to have a deeper understanding about money, about finances, about currency, about debt, about transactions, about life, because finances are a big part of our life. Like you can't ignore the fact that finances are a part of your life. Whether you want to or not, you can pretend and put your head in the sand and pretend you're an ostrich, but it's not going to actually help the situation. It's important to take time and to really discover what it means to be financially literate according to the Word of God. Mm. Speaking of the Word of God, Vaughn, can you please read for us Deuteronomy chapter 28? I'd like you to read verses 1 and 2 and then skip down to 12. Would that be okay? We're going to 1st Timothy. Timothy. Well, we are. We're going to go. We're going to go to 1st Timothy after we go. Yeah, after we go to Deuteronomy. And I want us to think about this question while you're turning there. 
what is God's ideal for his children regarding death? So God has an ideal for his children. What is that according to Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 and 2, and verse 12? Deuteronomy 28, you said? Yeah, Deuteronomy 28, starting verse 1 and 2. Okay, Deuteronomy 28, just one more page, verse 1 and 2 says, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commandments that I'm giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all the blessings, all these blessings, if you obey the Lord your God. And then read verse 12 as well. Verse 12 says... The Lord will send rain at the proper time from his rich treasury in the heavens and will bless all the work you do. You will lead many to many nations, but you will never need to you will lend to many nations, but you will never need to borrow from them. Okay, so I want to be I want to be clear here. It is not a sin to lend money. Mm. Okay? So I want to be super, super clear. Not a sin to lend money. So when banks are making money available for you to borrow to go do the things that you want to do. They're not doing anything wrong. Hmm. However, the Bible is very clear that God doesn't want you to be the one borrowing the money, but lending the money, Mm -hmm. right? He has said, I want to establish you as children of God to say, no, 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 don't go to the banks to lend, but you kind of, you'd be the bank. You'd be the one to lend to others. I want to bless you in such a way. I want to open the floodgates of heaven. I want to give you so much that instead of you having to go and borrow to obtain the things that you need in life, I want you to be the one giving or lending that money to help others to achieve the things that they want to in their lives as well too. So it's a very different mindset. So the thing itself is not wrong per se, uh, you know, lending money is not wrong per se, but God doesn't want you to have to be the one always going and borrowing, but instead to be the one that is actually lending, uh, which is a totally kind of, flip of the ideal of, you know, money and debt and how we live our lives as well too. Now there's three reasons, at least primary reasons that people get into the financial uh, point of view or, or difficulty that they have to go and borrow money. So the first one is just ignorance, you know? So a lot of people, even who are educated, there are, they're financially illiterate, right? So we're talking about that financial literacy, the Bible, uh, like, is a perfect place to learn how to be financially literate. So before you go and take all these other courses, the Bible has a lot to say about what to do with our finances. So the first point that gets people into the place where they find themselves in debt is because of ignorance. The second reason for financial difficulties is greed or selfishness. We live in a world where people more and more and more is all they want. Nothing is enough. Never enough. Never enough. Never enough. You know, I, I hear that meme uh, sometimes on Instagram. It's like, how much more do you need? It will never be enough. You know, it's just like that is the mindset of so many people. They're just not satisfied. And so a reason for financial difficulties for a lot of people is greed or selfishness or the lack of contentment. Right. Yeah. And so God is trying to teach his people, hey, be content. Don't always have to have more and more the latest and the greatest. Now, the third reason that people find themselves in financial difficulty is personal misfortune. Things can happen in life. They can be serious illness. It can be inadequate health insurance that comes from that. It can be, you know, having a spendthrift uh, as a marriage partner who's, who then abandons you. 
It can be a natural disaster that has wiped out all of your possessions. It could be a pandemic, you know, that has made you lose all of your money. I know a lot of people who literally lost a ton of money because of the pandemic. You know, you might just be born and raised in abject poverty. That's a very real thing as well, too. But there is hope for people because there are answers in the word of God. And the path is difficult, but this path is a a path that you can overcome difficulties in your financial ways. Now, can you read for us 1 Timothy 6, 6 6-9, please, Vaughn? Yeah, true godliness with contentment is itself great wealth. After all, we brought nothing <clears throat> with us when we came into the world, and when we and we can't take anything with us when we leave it. So if we have enough food and clothing, let us be content. But people who long to be rich fall into temptation and are trapped by many foolish and harmful desires that plunge them into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evil, and many and some people craving money have wandered from the true faith and pierced themselves with many sorrows. So whatever the reason, even if you know, a person, it's their own fault. Debt can be alleviated. And the love of money is the root of all evil, but allowing yourself to learn about money gives you the ability to get out of those difficult times of debt. And one of the most important lessons that we can learn is that godliness with contentment is great gain. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. The Breakfast Show from Finland and Newcastle all at the same time. And let me tell you, I had some finished breakfast this morning. It was some weird stuff. What was on the menu? I, gotta be, I, don't, I don't know the names of it, but Please I'll describe don't tell it. Me because you it's ate all... the reindeer that you skinned the day before. No, no, I did not do that. No. Oh, I think everything was vegetarian, to be honest. Uh, maybe there were some eggs there as well, too. But uh, there was this bread that had like a little bit of maybe cheese or something in it. And there was like an egg butter that went on top. There was hummus that was green. Never seen that in my life. Green hummus. But yeah, I thought it was guacamole. Took a big bite of it and I was like, nope, that is hummus. It looked like a little... Like a green bean? Like are they using edamame instead of chickpeas? I'm so curious right now. Yeah, no, I think it was possibly pistachios. Pistachios... I'd love you to bring yeah, me a, I, a jar of pistachio hummus. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was pistachio hummus. I'm not sure. I'll have to confirm with the Finns over here. Like, what's going on? Why was there green hummus? There was another thing that was like Nutella, but it made Nutella seem awful. And this was much better than Nutella. So I don't know what it was. That's, it was what, like, I want, that's what I want you to bring me from, from Finland. Something better than Nutella. I think it was like... Dominatella, Dominatella. I think it was what I'll talk to the Finns and we'll I'll get confirmation. So that's what you want. You want Dominatella. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's Nutella, but better than Nutella. Sorry, <laughs> Nutella fans out there. Things so are sorry. getting wild in Finland. It was, it was really, really good. They also had this like, this is really cool too. They had these like little shots of uh, black currant juice. So it's just like pure black currant juice with, a uh, little bit of ginger and some citrus, and it was really delicious. So it was like a it was like a juice, but it was just really strong in these little tiny cups because you could only handle a little bit at a time. But it was, apparently, they were like immune boosters as well too. Yeah. Also, broke a glass on accident. Didn't mean to, <laughs> nice. uh, but I tried to pick up a glass, and then the other one fell down. And it was this real awkward a moment where there's like an American Australian 
standing in front of a bunch of Finns. Everyone went quiet, and then they started speaking in Finnish, and I know they were not saying nice things, but I don't know what they were saying. Uh, so that was that was a little bit a little bit scary for me. Uh, Sky Texas, <laughs> yeah, Sky Texas in as well too. Uh, she says, yes, Mon is actually correct. The A-Q-U-I-S is part of the airport. And we got Kayla. You got the right answer. Sky, you got the right answer. Karen, you got the right answer. And then Sky texting again, I'm listening in the car, but my body is here. My body is here, but my brain is still back in bed. Mm-hmm. I, I actually feel the same way. My body is here in Finland, but my brain is still back in Australia. So I can totally relate with you, Sky. A little bit of jet lag going on over here where my eyelids seem to be heavier than the crushing debt that we were studying about earlier as well, too. Uh, definitely holding my eyelids down. But Sky also wants you to know, Mon, uh, I should bring somebody back from Finland with mushrooms. No. For you. Okay. Wait, who texted it? Was that but she Sky? Put, but she, yeah, she put a little, uh, little funny, I think it's a monkey face with a smiley, cheeky laugh as well, too. Okay, okay. So. Block that phone number. We're not going to take a text from anyone called Sky. Sky, you've made a lifelong enemy out of me. We can't talk anymore. Sorry, Sorry. Sky. No. <laughs> I'm going to give you the quiz answers. So I'm going to change the subject. I'm trying to eat my breakfast. I don't want to be thinking about fungus right now. Okay, so... She what... texted, please don't ban me. <laughs> Too late. You should have thought before you texted Sky. Okay, so uh, what am I quiz? The answer, of course, well done, everyone who got it right, is arrows. So God said he would make Gog drop arrows from his right hand. Elisha commanded Jehoash, king of Israel, to strike the ground with arrows. Jonathan used three arrows to send a message to David. Jehu used an arrow to pierce the heart of Joram. And the shield of faith extinguishes all the flaming arrows shot by... By the enemy. Well played, everyone. I hope a lot of you got into the draw because that prize is looking pretty good for Friday. Sky also texts in. She's changing her name. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are about. <laughs> she says uh, we um, we do have to meet one day. You're too funny. She says as well, Mom. <laughs> Look, Sky. So. If you promise not to eat mushrooms for a week, I'll unblock you. That's your punishment. <laughs> Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's important for you to remember that you were made in the image of God. Right here on Faith FM, we want to remind all of our listeners that the reason that you're important is not because of the money that's in your bank account, but because of the fact that you were created in the image of the Most High God, and you are a child of the King. Amen. We have a few more text messages here to read, but Mon, we have... I got to tell you a couple things. Oh, yeah? Hit me. Are you ready? For this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, first off, uh, Sky says, I figure being normal is too boring. Uh, and also, I will not say the name, but a certain producer texted Sky, Hi, Sky, never. Don't worry about that crazy lady, Mon. I'm not going to mention <laughs> names. I'll let you figure that out all on your own. Uh, but we Gee, just, I wonder you know, which might producer that could be. Could it be the only one we could have? Could be any producer. Could be any producer in the world. I'm not going to throw anyone under the bus. Give me this uh, Brayden Sky says person's also, address. <laughs> don't worry, Sky. Braden says, I'll still be your friend. And Mon, the mushroom uprising is coming. I knew so, Braden was going to jump in on this. Gift? Give us the gift. 
Okay, the gift is going to be a copy of The Great Controversy, an incredible, life-changing book written by E.G. White. I thought it would be a great compliment to the interview that we did today uh, there in Finland and talking about the... Um, the religious side of Finland and this book will will give you a great historical tour through Europe and uh, and some of the stuff with the religion that has happened in uh, Europe historically. So the great controversy by E.G. White free giveaway. First person call zero four nine one zero six four six six nine. Call and get that for free now. You want to talk about historical tour? That's what's happening with I Will Go Ride, a historical tour from Melbourne all the way up to Kurenbong. These crazy people are riding bikes to commemorate the historical tour that was made to spread the gospel in Australia many, many moons ago. Don't forget to talk faith, live faith, and act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ right here on Faith FM.